Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group and PayPal. It's Monday, November 6th, 2023. And this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noel Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto's Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about trading volumes, layer two blockchains, business activity, and more. So you don't miss an episode? Be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice and turn on notifications. Just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. Crypto markets had a relatively quiet yet positive weekend. According to Coindesk Indices, at 9 a.m. Eastern Time today, Bitcoin was trading at $35,066, up four tenths of a percent over the past 24 hours. Ether was trading at $1,904, up one and a half percent. Elsewhere, Ripple's XRP token is up more than 13%, Uniswap and Stellar are up more than 7%, and AVAX and Filecoin are up over 5%. A more optimistic sentiment does seem to be consolidating, and when it comes to Bitcoin, the gentle upward slope of the price trajectory over the past couple of weeks suggests that the increases are from a steady inflow of new demand. This is more organic, as opposed to the sharp moves that we have seen recently, many of which were triggered by derivatives-related repositioning. Hopefully this also means the trend is more sustainable than other upward moves we've seen so far this year. In macro indicators, we need to look at a data point from Friday that was somewhat overshadowed in the excitement about the soft employment report. We need to talk about the US Purchasing Managers Index, or PMI, specifically that for services. There are a few PMI series published, but one of the main ones comes from the Institute for Supply Management, which measures business activity on a monthly basis by an index that reflects responses from purchasing managers as to whether the market conditions are expanding, staying the same, or contracting. Anything above 50 is expansion, below 50 is contraction. On Friday, we got the Institute for Supply Management's PMI for the services industry. Services PMI is especially interesting given that services contribute almost 80% of US GDP, and it is services-related inflation that has proven particularly hard to bring down. Well, in October, according to the index, services activity in the US declined for the second consecutive month. It is still expanding, but at its weakest pace in five months, and notably less than economists had forecast. 
It's too soon to say this deceleration will last. A separate gauge of new orders increased in October after a sizable drop in September, so we could see activity pick up again next month. The reading does highlight that the economy is looking a bit choppy, though, and it makes the next few monthly PMI readings all the more relevant. In stocks, as expected, the US indices continued their upward march on Friday as softer-than-expected jobs data brought forward expectations of a rate cut and pushed bond yields down further. The US 10-year yield on Friday almost touched 4.5% for the first time since September, having been at 5% just a few days earlier. The S&P 500 was up almost 1%, the Nasdaq closed up 1.4%, and the Dow Jones rose two-thirds of a percent. Futures this morning are pointing to a mixed opening. In Europe, stocks were largely mixed to flat on Friday in spite of the US enthusiasm, but they closed out a strong week with the German DAX and the broader Eurostock 600 posting their strongest weekly gains since March. The FTSE 100 showed some weakness, closing four-tenths of a percent lower, but still breaking a two-week losing streak. So far this morning, sentiment is still looking mixed. In Asia, sentiment in today's trading was decidedly bullish. Japan's Nikkei index jumped 2.4%, the Hang Seng closed up 1.7%, and even the recently beleaguered Shanghai Composite Index rose almost 1%. In commodities, oil prices settled more than 2% lower on Friday as supply concerns eased. This morning, the Brent crude benchmark was recovering slightly, trading up half a percent at $86.50 the barrel. Gold is again holding steady, trading at $1,986 an ounce. Stay with us. After the break, we're going to take a closer look at some intriguing insights in Coinbase's Q3 earnings. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. Participate in the Crypto Classic Trading Challenge from December 10th through December 15th for the chance to win cash prizes. Compete against your peers while test driving your crypto strategies in a risk-free simulated environment. Visit cmegroup.com slash cryptoclassic to find out more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. Introducing PayUSD, PayPal's stablecoin. Designed for digital payments and Web3 transactions, PayUSD is the only stablecoin supported by PayPal. Built on Ethereum, it's compatible with widely used wallets, exchanges, and dApps, and fully backed by US dollar deposits and cash equivalents. Eligible US PayPal customers who purchase PayPal USD are able to transfer PayPal USD between PayPal and external wallets, send PayPal USD to friends in the US on PayPal or Venmo without fees, shop with PayPal USD on millions of sites, convert any of PayPal's supported cryptocurrencies to and from PayPal USD. Whether you are a crypto expert or a newcomer, PayPal provides a secure and convenient platform for your crypto transactions. Start exploring at paypal.com PYUSD. Welcome back. Crypto exchange Coinbase released its third quarter earnings last week. Now that I've had a chance to go through them, there are a few things worth highlighting. Revenue fell by almost 5% from the previous quarter, a smaller drop than most analysts were expecting. And the net loss shrunk from almost $100 million in the second quarter to around $2 million in the third quarter. 
Unsurprisingly, most of the revenue drop was due to a decline in transaction fees, which of course accompanies a drop in trading volumes. According to Coinbase, global spot volumes were down 24% in the third quarter, which is, you know, ouch. Coinbase's volumes fell by less, retail trading volume was down by 21%, and institutional trading volume was down by 17%. Nevertheless, this obviously hurt, but less than many other crypto trading businesses, since trading revenue accounts for less than half of the company's income. An interesting insight is that it's not just trading volumes that impact exchange revenues, it's also crypto asset volatility. With higher volatility, traders trade more. According to Coinbase, in the third quarter, crypto asset volatility reached its lowest point since 2016. Well, if you've been following the Bitcoin price recently, you'll have noticed that it has picked up. According to data from the block, 30-day historical volatility for Bitcoin is roughly three times what it was at August's low point. This is good news for exchanges, especially since spot volumes should follow volatility up. Together, they should increase overall liquidity, which would be very good news, as that could encourage more new large investors to enter the market. Next, beyond the Coinbase numbers, I want to mention something Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong said in the earnings call. He opened with what he himself acknowledged was a provocative statement about the future of blockchain development. I quote, On-chain is the new online. End quote. He goes on to elaborate how blockchains are extending the impact of the internet on the way we interact by bringing back the decentralization that was the original part of the internet manifesto. But not only that, blockchains also introduce the concept of ownership, which the internet was missing. But how can blockchains become as ubiquitous and flexible as the internet? According to Armstrong, it's through Layer 2s, which are scalable blockchains that anchor to Layer 1 security. Layer 1, in this case, refers to base layer blockchains such as Bitcoin and Ethereum. Further on in his earnings call remarks, Armstrong has this to say about Layer 2s. I quote, The transition from Layer 1 networks to Layer 2 networks can be likened to the transition from dial-up internet to broadband. End quote. That's an evocative comparison for sure. Some could accuse it of being somewhat commercial since Coinbase launched a Layer 2 network this summer. Called BASE, it anchors to Ethereum and aims to provide a fast and reliable platform for developers to work on practically any type of application. Activity has declined since the initial hype, but BASE is still doing pretty well. According to DeFi Llama, total value locked, which is the amount stored in smart contracts on the network, is around $300 million, with roughly 55,000 daily active addresses. For context, that's slightly less than half the number of daily active addresses on Arbitrum, the largest layer two in terms of value locked. But we should remember that BASE has only been open to the public for a couple of months. However, rather than dismiss the comparison of layer twos to the advent of broadband as a self-serving framework, we can look at the investment in BASE as an extension of a loftier goal to rethink what we want the internet to be. Here we have an exchange focusing on more than trading volumes. And while Coinbase will earn revenue on its Layer 2 through sequencer fees, there are no plans to issue a token as yet that could centralize the monetization of network growth. Will Layer 2s become the new internet only with greater decentralization and a new concept of digital ownership? Obviously, I hope so. There's a long way to go, though, in terms of usability. And there's the danger we end up with what we have now, 
a concentration of power and dubious monetization strategies. A big difference is the transparency of Layer 2 development, and there's a lot of us watching and rooting for it to succeed. That's it for today's show. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Acheson for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services is a debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA, members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.